Well, Phil is not above you creating fake usernames to leave reviews. Do what I do. I am. Do what I do. Roll it. Just a lot of funny sketches, a lot of great stuff. She actually came from Vine. We're getting real excited for this October playing and jumping into Destiny 2. It's very interesting read. I, I, I'm not yet halfway, but like it's very eye-opening and very thought-provoking. Hello, world. Welcome to the Church Mag Podcast, the official podcast of Church Mag. We are Church Tech. With your hosts, Eric Dye, Jeremy Smith, and Phil Schneider. Eric, who's sponsoring us this week? This week's podcast is brought to you by ourselves. We have gone full meta on this episode. We are sponsored by ourselves. Church Mag Podcast by brought to you by the Church Mag Podcast. No, seriously, we would like some iTunes reviews. We don't have any fancy giveaways for you. We don't have uh, any gold stars. You can give us stars, though. You could do that, which would be awesome. We really like iTunes reviews, especially Phil. Phil likes them, don't you, Phil? Please validate us. Yes. Uh, his his self-esteem hinges on this, people. So get on there. Leave a review. The first person to tweet us a screenshot of their, of their review in Klingon, it's a shout-out on the podcast. You know that's right. We will shout it out. Larry, help us. Larry, help us. Just take it away, please. Thank you, Eric. It's time now to let the fun begin. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast. Eric Dye here along with Jeremy Smith and Phil Schneider, the author of Church Mag Press's latest ebook called The Social Christian, which, you know, every time I see it, I'm wondering if we should have named it differently. Phil? I don't know. I think I like that name. The it's, Social it's, Media Christian. No, nah, here's, here's the thing, though. I think it plays into yeah. the idea of the book because we're being social yeah, right. whether we're online or off. Yeah. See, I think we've had this conversation before offline. I think we have. I'm sure we did. I think it's in the book. It's a good too. ebook, though. I'm. I'm, I'm <laughs> I'm really. Uh, you ever caught that? Did you ever caught that? I, you didn't catch it first. I didn't. The I, I, advertising in this podcast just, is ridiculous. Oh just, man, we were right for this. So, I want people to. I want people to buy this because they need to read it. I do too. Ironically, you know, it's like we, none of us hey, actually. Guys, we don't guys, really make hey, hardly any money at all on this no, thing. It just keeps the wheels Wait, turning. No, it just took. It took a year to write. Hey, listeners, me, listeners. Real quick, if you want to, buy the book ironically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you do, at least use CMAGCAST as the coupon code so that you can be ironic for less money. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Be thrifty and ironic. We need to redo this because if we're going to want new people to write for Church Bank Press, we shouldn't be saying, oh, we're barely going to make any money, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's not about the money. That's it. Yeah. It's not about the money, but some people it's about hey, hey, the Jeremy, 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 it's like reverse psychology. If we act like we don't want the money, we're going to get it. I, mean, <laughs> I thought you were a counselor, man. Come on. But that being said, I would say this. What about your coin? Let's do this. Decent amount of money on it. <laughs> Enough that I'm happy about it. Right. I will say that. That being said, I love the fact that you can have more than money, and this is for me personally. I won't speak for Phil or anybody else that's written for the um, Church Mag Press. Having myself write for Church Mag in general is great, but I kind of assume people are just coming to see the fun stuff that Eric writes. And oh shoot, I got I had to see something Jeremy wrote today. I'm I'm leeching off of Eric. I get that. Wait, 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 wait. I haven't written something fun in months, Jeremy. Months. Understand. Which is why the SEO is going down. But for me, whenever I post, <laughs> and people actually, no one really, no one really Google's church tech. Let's be when honest. I, but when I publish it and someone buys it, they spend their hard-earned cash on something I made. Like that freaks me out. I don't even know how to conceptually. 
put that into words. It's just awesome. I, and again, it's not about the money. It really is not though. I, I appreciate the very good amount of money I got for it, but the fact that it is people wanted to buy my stuff and read through it. And then constant, I got so many emails of how people were excited to use this for their church. I loved that. And so for me, that was the win. If we had given it away for free, I'm okay with getting paid right. though. Because then when you're feverishly working on something and you're pouring your, you're sweating and you're pouring your heart and soul into it. And your wife is like, are you still working on that? And then you can be like, cha-ching. And she'd be like, oh, great, honey. We can order a pizza. About 20 times all the toppings. Oh, wait, wait, what, Little Caesars? 20 times. You really? <laughs> okay. Pizza. Yes. Pizza, pizza. No, I would agree with that if you also include like airplane tickets to go to Chicago to get the pizza that I want. And then you're Hey-o. actually correct. hey Why would you want to go to Chicago when you could go to oh, Italy? No, Chicago. Hey. I don't know about Italy, and I'm not going to diss Italy's pizza. But have you ever had the you Chicago style pizza? Nibs is fighting words. Oh, my okay, God. Wait, wait, wait. Here's the question. The question oh. is okay. Okay. Eric, which is greasier? Okay. That's true. A Chicago pizza or Berlusconi? <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke to all of you. That's a joke for me and Eric and all the European listeners out there. Zing. They've had Chicago pizza. No, no. Berlusconi is just a, the, the slimiest. It is. Oh, yeah. so, Eric, what's, what's our topic today? <laughs> I'm glad we said only three minutes per person. But why are you asking me? It wasn't even my idea, but I'll set it up and pretend like it was because that's what we do around here. Go for it. Okay, I take these guys' ideas and I act like they're mine. That's that's how we do Welcome it. Welcome to Church Mag. Welcome to Church Mag. Do you want your ideas ripped from your soul and given credit to somebody else? Come right for church. No, that's that's really not true at all. <laughs> it's only funny because it's not true. <laughs> I'm never. I quit. I'm not doing this anymore. All right. So the, the, we were going to talk about what we're consuming, and I feel like I should go first because mine dwarfs compared to what you guys have been. Consuming. If you must, and by consuming means we don't. We're not talking about like food. Because I said a whole pizza tonight. <laughs> Do you really? No, like like uh, sixty five percent. Sixty five percent. I'm having what what I call second brew. Of course, I think this is, might be technically third brew, and it's where I take my French press and I hit it again with water, and so it's while it might be weaker, it's still yummy hmm. because coffee. I, I just drink some uh, English breakfast tea. So again, Phil just Phil just desperately wants to be European. That's what this is. All I really about. do. Uh, with our current president, are you kidding me? Moving on, moving on, <laughs> moving on. Michael Hamilton is going to unsubscribe to this podcast, and then we're going to be in trouble. We'll be down to three listeners. Exactly, 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 Jeremy. Between between Phil's political jokes and Jeremy getting us banned. Okay, so um, what have we been consuming? Well, um, I have been consuming. I, I love to game. All right, I got back into gaming a couple years ago, and I don't know. It's uh, it, it's. It's a pretty dynamic thing. There is gaming for story because there there are games that the story would just blow people away. Like a video game has made me cry, okay, amongst many other emotions. But if you knew me, you know I'm not like a guy that gets to tears really easily, and I was just shocked that that happened to me. But that all being said, a lot of it has to do with the story, um, and recently – a lot of it has to do with spending time with my brother. Um, coming back to the United States, we're able to game online together now because we're closer because of ping and lag. And being closer means that you can game together. That's basically what it means. And so we have <laughs> got a ping lag? Pinging. Ping. Ping. P-I-N-G. Oh, okay. Come on. Man, that's kidney okay. stones, bro. 
Yeah. Um, so it's we've been spending a lot of time together. We we hang out. We talk. We game together. We, we've been going through a lot of co-op games. And uh, so, like, we're just wrapping up Forza Horizon. We're getting real excited for Project Cars 2. He, he really likes um, racing games. And I have a long history with racing games. I enjoy them as well. And so we've been doing those together in co-op. And um, we're getting ready to uh, – we're getting real excited for this October playing and jumping into Destiny 2, which I'm really excited about because it's designed by the guys that did Halo, and I missed the whole Halo hype back in the day. Um, I know you got on, got in on that, Jeremy. Um, so I'm really excited about that, played the beta. And so that's, that's a lot of what I've been consuming. Uh, and I got a book that um, my wife and daughter keep telling me I need to read. So um, I'd like to share the title, but I can't because I don't know what it is, but I do need to read that. Jeremy. So <clears throat> anyway, that's what I've been consuming. <laughs> You're so defeated. Yeah, what's that about? Oh, I have a lot of good ones. Nothing that like stands out. Well, see, that's just it. It's that you know you can't be insecure. Like, I mean, I felt pretty intimidated by that topic. You know, because Phil's like, "Hey guys, you want to talk about what we've been reading? All this great knowledge in my okay. All right, can you think of the best thing ever to share with people? So here's mine. For me, one of the big ones I've been doing, I have a lot of... Oh, just just, just a second. I, w- I want to interrupt you, Jeremy. And I just want to say that you know tomorrow morning when we're taking our showers, we're going to be like, oh, why didn't I say that? That would have been good. It's true. You know, it's true. It is true. So I have a lot of video games I like, a lot of podcasts I listen to, a lot of books. But I will say, and I've done a lot of this stuff for the Church Mag with the Saturday Morning Review. But one thing I probably won't ever write for Saturday Morning Review, but I still really love... Um, it's a YouTuber who is very famous, and so it's not like it's unknown, but maybe unknown to Christian people, Christian YouTubers, is a lady named Liza Koshi. And for all the what really well-produced YouTube stuff and all the big famous names that come into YouTube, this is someone that really is animated and super smart and super hilarious that keeps it PG and keeps it short. And when I think about doing video work and wanting to write content and produce things, I think about her because of how concise and tight that she keeps all of her content. That it's just absolutely hilarious and amazing to the point that I find myself like binging for an hour or two. So only do this like when you have time to waste because you're probably going to get sucked in. But if you go to YouTube and search Liza Koshi, and it can be in the links in the show notes. Just a lot of funny sketches, a lot of great stuff. She actually came from Vine, which it's interesting. YouTube is this like video medium that people are doing like 20 minute stuff and 10 minutes of talk conversations and live streams for two hours. And there's this person that comes from Vine where you got what, 16 seconds it was. And so she takes that mentality of jump cuts, jump cuts, and really kind of going fast and fast, fast and puts it into a YouTube video that's like three to eight minutes long. And so tons of work tons of effort, a lot of producing stuff. And she does it all herself, the lighting, the camera work, all those things she does by herself or with her boyfriend. And so super hilarious, super funny people she partners with are maybe a little bit more, um, uh, foul mouthed. So maybe not necessarily good to their stuff, but she's hilarious. Can, can I just say one thing about that? What you're talking about, you know, some of the language and stuff like that. And while I don't personally have a problem with that per se, um, it is something that I don't know. Um, when I'm watching game reviews and stuff like that, there's oftentimes I'll run into good good content that I would like to share with my with my ten year old, right? And 
I can't because because you know you know they might throw f bomb in there or whatever. And while I mean you can all take your different perspectives on that, it isn't necessarily something that I want to push. Or it just I don't know. There's just something about it that just kind of pulls it down a little bit for me. And it's or or a lot of the game kind of videos and stuff out there are people that are. I don't know. They're just needlessly profane. They're they're yeah, neither needlessly profane or not even that. Even their some of their behavior and some of their attitudes are are on the negative side, right? Mm-hmm. Because YouTube it's you know, you can become big on YouTube because of content, et cetera, et cetera, but there there lacks a gatekeeper refinement, right? Because there's something about the big corporate machine of of television production that requires a certain amount of 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 tuning that you don't get with YouTube. And so people can be a little bit crass and stuff like that. And it's like no big deal. No one really thinks about it, right? And that's one thing that I really appreciate, like with what Jeremy's doing. You know, he's doing creating content, YouTube content that is actually you can watch it and you don't have to worry about that stuff. You can even watch a video fresh with your son and not worried about, you know, there just being random junk coming out of nowhere and suddenly you have to you feel like you know, you're like in a quandary, like, do I explain to my son what they just said or do I just pretend it didn't happen? You know, right. And so, the, way, the way I put it is, is I want to create I've found it almost impossible to find Christian family friendly YouTube content, whether vlogs I do or the um, let's plays. And there are some good Christians that do vlogs. There's almost none that does the let's plays. And my kids don't really care about the vlogs. Right. And. And we're not talking about JPM. I want to just make that clear. We're not talking about JPM here. Okay. We're not talking about Jesus per minute. Okay. We're not talking about the theological perspective of this game. It really illustrates how when Jesus ascended from heaven. No, that's not what we're talking about. We're just talking about people that generally love a game, love gaming, like to share that with others, and don't want to be creepo, you know, say junk or be inappropriate. That's all we mean. Well, yes, but I also would say that I do want it to be Christian in the sense that there's some Christian conversations that do happen. I love the, my dad was a pastor and just to be able to say when I was growing up that yeah, but it's natural. dinner could involve some kind of Bible conversation or it could involve mm-hmm. how did the Ohio State football team do? And it could be anything yeah, yeah, and everything yeah, yeah, in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're tracking. We're on the same page. Sorry. Sidebar. So what, hey, if Phil can do poll quotes on an episode, I can do sidebars. So yeah, I got all right. So what, what else? What else are you sharing? That's, that's why I like. Okay. No, go, go, Phil, go. Yeah, we got Jeremy. Scott, you want more sharing, Jeremy? That's all I got. That's all you got. Okay. okay. Uh, so I've got I've got two things for you. So one, I've got a podcast um, I've been listening to, and I don't. Uh, I'll be clear. I don't always agree with what the guests say, but I'm I'm those kind of people. I like to, when I can stand it, I like to know what the other side thinks. So like there's some like there's some podcasts I listen to like I'm an independent so I'm con- I'm not I'm conservative here I'm liberal there and I listened to a conservative podcast a week or so ago and I just I couldn't take it I just turned it off within within ten minutes um but listen to a podcast it's probably more on the liberal spectrum it's from NPR and it's called It's Been a Minute with Sam Sanders and Sam's a guy who was raised in a church. I'm not, I don't know where he considers himself right now, but he's pretty he's pretty Christian conversant at the very least. And each Tuesday he does what he calls a deep dive with a writer or thinker or like a, a content creator of some kind and looks at culture through their their creative works. Um, it's very interesting stuff. Okay, and then on Friday he and two other journalists 
will go through the week's news and they'll talk about it. They'll, you know, tell some jokes, play, play a few silly games, and then they'll, they'll call a listener. So you get to hear from somebody. So last week we heard from people who were living in Houston, Texas. It's really cool to get, you know, on the ground perspective on stuff. And then the last five minutes of each episode of each Friday episode is Sam's listeners emailing in audio of the best thing that happened that week. So that's what I want to focus on for a minute. Cause like one week I've, I can't, remember, I can't remember what it was, but I started crying because just what the audio being shared, which is so sweet. And I think I was working in my basement, getting ready for our baby to come and just hearing people just with joy and relief in their voice, talking about their, their successes or victories. It was awesome. And then one, then one, one day I realized the person who was talking was talking about, um, something like it was a guy talking about his husband and it, it gave me pause. Not like I'm not like I got all of a sudden mad that this, how dare this homosexual, you know, want to celebrate some sort of good thing, but it gave me pause to realize, wow, that's uh that's so, so much of a thing. It's not a thing anymore. And it was nice because it humanized um, somebody I don't necessarily agree with. And so for that, for that alone, the value is there, I think, for that, that podcast. Um, and then also, too, it's just like super touching and sweet. Here's some positive things. Um, but then the other thing I'm doing, it's on, the, on the more depressing side, <laughs> I was approached by a publisher to read a book. Um, it's called Owned, Property, Privacy, and the New Digital Serfdom by Joshua A.T. Fairfield and... Wow. It's I'm 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 going through it slowly, much slower than I want to. Uh, and I feel bad because they've they wanted me to they wanted me to have it done by now. But it's a really deep and interesting read about how um property rights have not kept up with the advent of digital property. And now that digital property is ubiquitous and uh, according to my the book I read last summer, um Kevin Kelly's book, it you know, part of property is vanishing. And we're going to be in a situation where we'll, we'll always be renting or borrowing. We won't be owning. And Fairfield is opposed to that, not vehemently opposed to that, but he does think that there's value in ownership. There's freedom in ownership. And he says, that if we're not careful, we're going to lose all concept of private property in a digital only marketplace. It's a very interesting read. I, I, I'm, I'm not yet halfway, but like it's very eye-opening and very thought-provoking. And it is on Amazon. I'm gonna, you can get it for yourself. Like, like the, I'll be honest, the cover is, is a harrowing Middle Ages picture. Um, it's, I forget what it's called. Hold on, I've got it right here. Hold on. Uh, the cover is called The Triumph of Death. By Pieter Brugel the Elder, 16th century. Um, yeah, it was painted in 1562, and it is a harrowing picture of a skeleton army defeating a bunch of friggin' peasants. But it's apropos of that, you know, we are now peasants in a digital digital circle. Well, um, I play video games, Jeremy watches YouTube, and Phil reads that. And ladies and gentlemen, that is why we write the kind of posts that we write. <laughs> <laughs> One guy games, one guy talks about gaming, yeah, and then much. I talk pretty about much. the end of the world. No, but if uh, we're curious to know what, what you, those people listening, and those that read Church Mag, we're interested to know what you're consuming. You know, what, what kind of content have you been enjoying? Besides this podcast, it might be. Right, yeah. Other than Phil's ebook and Phil's <laughs> podcast, 
<sighs> Other than that, unless you're me and you don't actually do either, that's and, fine. And Jeremy's yeah, probably that too. Let's play videos. Other than that, well, you can mention those things too. That wouldn't hurt. Wouldn't hurt. Um, go ahead, let us know. Use the CMAGCast hashtag, and you know what? We'll share it up on our upcoming episode. You know, hey, some someone someone from the Church Mag uh, pack here is reading this or listening to this or watching this. You might want to check it out, right? Um, because. Let's be honest, it's it's that stuff that's referred to us by others that sometimes can just be so amazing. Somebody who's interested or like-minded or whatever digs it like I'm curious I'm immediately curious like well what is this that this person that that I like what is it that they're also liking because I too may like it. So let us know, we'll share it up on an upcoming episode. CMAG cast is the hatch, hashtag and that'll be awesome. The question is, do you enjoy the Church Mag podcast? We hope you do. Send us an email, podcast at churchmag, and tell us what you love about the Church Mag podcast. And be sure to leave us a review on iTunes. We love them. The Church Mag podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com. I'm fragile, people. I'm so very fragile. I'm six foot four inches of just quivering low self-esteem. Right. Well, Phil is not above you creating fake usernames to leave reviews. Do what I do. I am. Do what I do. Um, Jeremy, Jeremy also likes reviews. I do love you the not, reviews Jeremy? that have nothing to do with the podcast, but instead tell you how much you love Jeremy and Phil's just, you know, that philosopher that reads way too much. Guys. Okay. Hold on. This will be hilarious. Please leave us five star reviews, but please type your review up in a text document, copy and paste it in Google translate, translate it into another language, copy and paste it, translate it back in English and post it in iTunes. Yes. Please do that. <laughs> do that. And then we'll have to tran we'll translate it back. Hashtag it bad. AI. Yes, do that. Do that. Um, also, uh, there there are some translators out there that will that will turn it into binary. That's fun too. Okay. Or 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 Klingon. But it, at least make sure that you know if you're using a translator to translate what you're trying to say. You know the fact that you're doing that means that we can Google our way to what you've said, and we will share it on an upcoming episode. The first person to tweet us a screenshot of their of their review in Klingon mm-hmm. gets a shout out on the podcast. You know that's right. We will shout it out. Yeah.